But yet God said, seek me out still. God doesn't close the door to us. He doesn't close the door to you. To the OG and the new Clarity Chasers, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Chasing Clarity with Christina Rosa, a podcast dedicated to faith, encouragement, and seeking God everywhere. This is your girl, Christina Rosa. Let's get into it. So, happy new year, happy 2021. Um, there's a little bit something different happening here. I know I said I was going to be back in January, but you know, we don't have to, we don't have to dwell on that. That's not the different thing that the, the The thing that's the same is that I'm back. Um, But the different thing is that some of you are seeing me right now. Yeah, you're you're seeing me record this. You're looking at me right now. Um, Record this. If it works, it works. If God says pull back, I will pull back. But I thought it would be cool. And, you know, I had a meeting with God and, you know, he was like, that's cool with me right now. So we're going to do a youtube version of the podcast so this will be uploaded and shared on the youtube channel and on the streaming services that already receive the podcast so that's pretty cool i look forward to seeing how this grows and changes and because it'll change inevitably because <laughs> god be liking to change stuff up in my life but i'm looking forward to seeing how it grows and changes but yeah i am super excited to be back and talking to y'all y'all my break was great i had a lot of breakthroughs. I had a lot of revelations. God was super good to me during that time. A lot of mess, a lot of, you know, sadness, a lot of, you know, 2020 was an interesting year. And I don't doubt that 2021 will be an interesting year. But what I do know is that God filled me with so much newness, and I cannot wait to share the newness with you all the way he gave it to me, or at least in the best way that I can give it to you. Okay, so Today, I want to talk about the beauty in God's unchanging nature. Before I get into that topic, though, I really do hope that y'all experience joy and happiness over the holidays and since we last met in season one. I miss y'all, but splitting the podcast up into seasons seems to be best for y'all to be able to listen and catch up, and it works in line with what God told me about dropping the idea of seasons into my heart. And so because of that, I know that God is going to show up really big in season two and I hope 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 and pray that he shows up big in your life through this podcast and I'm excited for that so as always please if you have time if you're not driving or doing something where you're operating machinery that you know you can't take your eyes and hands off I get it you are but if you're not I would really appreciate if you took the time to review rate and subscribe to the podcast on whichever streaming platform you're listening to if they have that capability And also, you know, if you're listening and you, again, have your hands and your eyes, um, please take a picture and post it on Instagram and tag at Chasing Clarity underscore. We would love to see who you are and get to talk to you. We, it's me. It's just me. I run the account. Me and God. Uh, God and I (laughs) run Chasing Clarity. I would like to interact with you guys more um, through this season. So without further ado, Let's get started on today's episode. As you can tell from the title, I am pretty much talking about what everybody else was talking about in January. New Year, God ain't changed though. Because he ain't changed though. 
God is the same. He's still great and magnificent and wonderful. But this, uh, this topic for me came out of reading the book of Hosea. So I was brought to Hosea and reminded that God just does absolutely does not change. As usual, I would really love for y'all to read all or some of Hosea because I'm 100% certain that God will reveal things to you that I may not touch on today. But as a quick summary, the book of Hosea is written by the prophet Hosea, meaning that he was chosen and called by God to prophesy or speak uh, to future events by humans. Uh, he was called to prophesy or speak to future events to humans and by sharing messages from and speaking on the behalf of God. In the book of Hosea, he compares his personal marriage that leads to divorce, which ends in reconciliation, to what he hopes and what God has given him could hopefully happen between Israel and God. So specifically today, I want to talk about Hosea 7. On the first, the very first read of Hosea 7, I felt like Hosea was saying that God was condemning the Israelites for their bad behavior. If you know, you know, right? The Israelites were wilding. He was calling out their corruption. And he even said at one point, like, yo, I want to redeem them, but they're talking cash, cash crazy, cash lies against me. And from a sinner's mind, I'm like, <laughs> I'd feel the same way, Lord, if I had created some people and gotten them through hard times. Um, I, I couldn't find it in me to blame God for feeling like he felt that way because they, like I said, the Israelites had been wilding. But I kept reading because I was like, you know, that is coming straight from a sinner's mind. And I know that God is not a sinner. And I know that God is much more gracious and loving than I am. He just is. I'm a loving and gracious person, but I'm not nearly as loving and, and gracious as God is. So then I got to Hosea 10, 12. And Hosea 10, 12. Hosea 10, 12 sobered me up very quickly. Hosea 7 to 10. Uh, Hosea is conveying god making big threats of punishment y'all like big threats big big threats and i was actually kind of shook reading it like i said i i didn't disagree with it but i was like oh these are kind of intense threats you know <laughs> speaking for god though hosea was like you know i hate y'all and in chapter nine he even says that he wouldn't love them anymore because they would not stop cutting up and one of the biggest issues was them claiming to worship god in name but actually worshiping a false idol and that told me up. I, that will have to be a whole other episode. But getting to chapter 10 is when I realized, oh, Hosea is telling the story of God's unwavering love and the forms, the different ways that can manifest, the different ways that can show up. In this case, it became really clear to me that God's love was showing up in punishment. God wasn't trying to punish Israel for the fun of it. He wasn't trying to do it to make himself feel better. He wasn't even really doing it so they could feel bad about what they were doing. God was threatening to punish Israel because he loved them and he was trying to correct them. Hosea 10, 12 says, Sow righteousness for yourselves, reap the fruit of unfailing love, and break up your unplowed ground. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers his righteousness on you. Then the rest of this chapter is basically the message that the Israelites tried to conjure up righteousness on their own, which is why they're even in this situation in the first place. And I don't know, y'all, I, I hope this lands for y'all, but <laughs> if it helps, this is how God spoke it to me. He said to them, look, I'm level with y'all. I'm going to level with you people right now. Y'all tried to go out alone and y'all ended up in chaos. I had love and righteousness available. 
but y'all tried to become righteous off of pure manpower and violence. But guess what? You can still choose me. You can still come to me. You can still seek me out. So seek me out, right? Seek me out. And you'll be able to truly put in the work that's righteous in my name and get the benefits of my unfailing, unchanging love. In other words, there was still a huge reserve of love available to them if only they'd seek him out and stop trying to become righteous on their own accord. And so let's apply this because, as usual, I want you to walk away from this with something practical that you can take to yourself, that you can share with your friends, and little tidbits. So as we get deeper into this year, right, I support all of the goals. I support the vision boards y'all made or didn't make. I support the Pinterest boards. I made, well, I didn't make a Pinterest board this year. I, I just updated the one that I had from last year because I have the same purpose, which is my ultimate prayer for y'all, is that we all move in light of the beauty of God's unchanging love for us, guys. I know it probably doesn't do it justice to hear me describe what Hosea was talking about and describe what God was saying to the people in Hosea. But again, I hope you read it for yourself and truly understand that in the midst of mess, just absolute mess, because the Israelites were messy, especially the particular group he was dealing with in Hosea. They were super messy. But yet God said, seek me out still. God doesn't close the door to us. He doesn't close the door to you. God wants you to seek him out. He knows. He knows that we try to create our own righteousness. He knows because he created us. And now he wants to adopt us into his family as adopted children of of God, of him, of the father. But he wants us to seek him out so that we can actually be righteous and not be righteous according to our own standards or according to other people's standards. Um, so back to my point, like I said, we're applying this guys, right? We're not getting off topic this year, <laughs> but there are three particular reasons why I find God's unwavering love to be so beautiful and good for forward movement. And so I'm going to share those with you, write them down, take out a notebook, take out your notes app so that we can really get into, um, putting it on our hearts. I, I believe that writing things down really helps things solidify on our heart. Um, and so I want to solidify in your heart that God's love is unwavering for you. And I also want to solidify why that's necessary and good for your forward movement in the year 2021 or whatever year you're listening to this. Um, and so the first reason that I find God's unwavering love to be so beautiful and great for a forward movement is because it tells us who God is. God is loving. God is love and he is loving. His love is there for us to dwell in because he does not change. The fact that he doesn't change, the fact that he doesn't waver, that means that God stands flat-footed. Sorry, y'all, if that God is love. <laughs> but that means that God stands flat-footed in his love, right? If you're looking at this love, God, he don't move. He stays right there. And I think it's so amazing that his love tells us about who he is. It's unwavering, and that's who God is. He's loving, he's loving, and he don't move, and he don't change, period. It may not feel like it sometimes. I know, I know, I know. I'm feeling the spirit now. Tell me, it doesn't feel like it, and I understand, and I've been there. I've been in the place where it feels like God has shifted, and God has moved, and God doesn't love you anymore, and God has let you go. 
and pinky promise god is not moving god loves us all individually he created every single one of us he already knew who you would be and what you would be up to he loves you anyway he is your father the ultimate the best father so please remember remember who god is this first point is god's unwavering love tells us who god is remember that god is love he is loving he is unmovably loving of us of his creations um so that's point number one point number two of why i find god's love to be so beautiful his unwavering love to be so beautiful and good for movement forward is that it shows us that we can be unchanging too knowing god means that we know our true nature we know who god created us to be because why why you say because you know what are you talking about we are made in god's image and his likeness please see genesis 5 (laughs) um i am directing you again to the bible (laughs) Y'all know that meme? I'm probably <laughs> might have to delete this. But do y'all know that meme where it's like Bernie Sanders and he's like, I'm again asking you for XYZ. I'm again asking you to pull out your Bible. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. I'm, a, I'm apologetic, but I'm not regretful. Because <laughs> I don't think you will regret pulling out your Bible. But in Genesis 5, God does say, we are made in God's image and likeness. Um, and as such, as being made in God's image and likeness, As God is unchanging in his love for us, we can seek him to be unchanging in our love for others. And that can be a mess when we're um, when we're unchanging in our flesh. But it can be something really beautiful when we're unchanging in character and unchanging in heart that we develop from God. God is the ultimate developer. Okay, let me let me tell you something. I used to think I was a website developer when I had a MySpace page. Shout out to everybody glad of myspace page um but i used to think i was a website developer but i'm nothing 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 near the developer that god is and we can all you know be unchanging at times i know that i'm unchanging sometimes because change is not my favorite thing in the world it can be really ugly guys to be unchanging but when god allows us to be unchanging through his formation through his system of changing us and developing us into who he created us to truly be, to ultimately be, that can be something beautiful when he creates unchanging hearts of love and unchanging hearts of forgiveness and think just unwavering, just like him, but in love. Um, I think that can be a really powerful thing. So point number one, again, why I find God's love to be so beautiful is because it tells us who God is. It tells us that he's a love and he is loving for us. And number two is because it shows us that we can be unchanging in love as well. And we can be unchanging in a lot of things if we would just simply seek God out and seek his version of those things instead of our own version of those things. And point number three, I think God's unwavering love for us is beautiful and great for moving ahead because it shows us that we're invited to change too. So not only does it mean that we can be unwavering in certain aspects that God wants us to be unwavering in. Um, but it shows us that we're invited to change. The Israelites, y'all, like I said, were big wilding. And God was still like, yeah, you know what? He, he used a lot of chapters to be like, y'all wilding. I'm going to cut you up because you cutting up. <laughs> but 
then he finally gets to the point where he's like, but listen, if you would just so, so into this relationship with me, with your father, who wants so badly to adopt you, wants so badly to love you and, and open up your heart to be loved by me. If you would sow into that, instead of trying to sow into your own righteousness and make yourself righteous, you can change. I can change you. It's fine. That ain't no problem. It's not too big for me to change you where you are right now. It's not too big for me to work on you throughout your life. It's not asking too much to ask me to, to work in your life for the rest of your life, for the rest of the time that I've ordained you to be here. God is, I mean, child, listen, God is, I don't like to say people are better than me or God, but, 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 but can we talk about God? Cause God is absolutely better than me, but we're invited to change. And that's why I think God's unwavering love is so beautiful because he invites us to change through his love. So with all the changes we may put on our vision board, know that in God's unchanging love, he also invites and gives us room and space and freedom to make changes, not because he hates us, not to change how he made us, not to make changes that are going to hurt us in the long run. He invites us to change so we can become more like the person he created us to ultimately be. Yes, he created you. Yes, he knows how you are right now. Does that mean that he wants that to be your final form? Probably not. This is probably not your final form. This is just not. It's probably not your final form. <laughs> and it's probably not what God wants your final form to be either. Um, and it may not be what you want your final form to be. These are all things that we can seek God in and we can seek his unchanging hand to make changes in our lives that will get us to be where he created us to be. And on the path that he created us to walk in, in a relationship with him that he created us to be in. And so he invites us to change so we can reap his faithful, unmoving love and his righteousness instead of just the world's in our own. At the end of the day, God wants us to be righteous in his name. He wants us to be loved in his name. He wants us to be rooted on those things, righteousness and love in God's name, not in our own works, not on our own accord. And so that's point number three is that we are invited to change because of God's unwavering love. So just to recap that again, just remember when you're having a rough day, even if you're having a great day, remember that God's unchanging love. First, remember that he, his love is unchanging and unwavering. And then remember that he has that unchanging and unwavering love for you. And you may get to a point where you're like, but why is that important? Remember these three points. It's important because it shows us who God is. God is unchanging. Love is here. It's flat. It's wide. It's expansive. God sits right on that. God meshes with that and he doesn't move from that space. And that's how God is with everything. God does not change. Two, it's beautiful and important for our growth because it shows that we can be unmovable in our love too and in other aspects that are important to God. And number three, God's love is beautiful and good for our forward movement because it shows that we are invited to change, right? So I hope this brings you all clarity on just how great God's unwavering love is um, and the fact that he just doesn't change in that love and the beautiful things that come from that love and how that can help us move forward. 
in whatever year you're listening to this specifically for 2021 but you know whatever year you're listening to this i would hope that this is still being listened to later on (laughs) if god god willing god willing this is listened to in later years but i i pray that this brings you clarity on god's unwavering love and that this brings you clarity on the beautiful things that can come from it god is trying to do a beautiful work in you He's trying to do a beautiful work in all of us, and he will not stop until his work is done. And I just pray that we bask and live in that and live in the fact that God's love is so unchanging. And that means so much for our character development through God and for how we see God and who he is. Okay, so thank you all for listening. As always, I love you all. I will be back next week. and. Again, Happy New Year, and let's get this season two on the road. (laughs) All right, bye, y'all. Love y'all.